welcome to Shaken Not Noob, the podcast that is week three in isolation and is strongly considering eating all of our household pets. I am your host, Fuzzy Dan. I'm growing my post-apocalyptic beard already. Well, I, I had it previously, but it's growing out even further now. And joining me today is a man who also has a beautiful beard, well, on occasion. It's Mr. Doody Troop. Hello, how are you? I'm very well. <laughs> how is the beard growth coming along? Are you going well, I, I, full caveman? Yeah, no, I, I, it was, it was getting to the stage of sort of, uh, for people who've seen like the old school photos, it had like a massive, massive beard at one point, and it was getting to that point where I was starting to get close to that, that sort of like thickness where my fingers would stop while I was going through it, and I, uh, had a video so interview thick. for a job, so I'm like, uh, I'm gonna need to to sort of shave this so i shaved it off and kept the mustache and then it sort of grew back into a normal sort of corporate beard and now mm. i've got a goatee oh oh okay goatee that's um how very chandler yeah. bing of you <laughs> it's it's really weird because my old man's got a goatee so i gave myself a goatee and took a photo and sent it to him and i just like cool now it's your turn to grow out a full beard to look like me and I, I don't know. My wife hasn't even noticed that I've got a goatee. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very hard to see the goatee inside the hazmat suit. Sometimes it's a reflection. <laughs> Under the face mask. No, yeah. She's, yeah. she's noticed I've shaved because the hair isn't sticking out from the bottom of it. But yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. I'm, I'm hoping to come. I, I gave it a little trim the other day just to make it a little bit more pointy. But I'm hoping to come out with the full big on beard by the end of this. Um, you did yeah, have a Gandalf be a beard at one point years ago, didn't you? I did. You? I may, I may try and grow the Gandalf back, just because you know, just because I can, because apparently I won't be at work ever again. Because now this is life. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like this for six months. I, I am contemplating growing out the beard again, but it's, it's like I, I get to the point where, like, as there's loading screens or as I'm bored or frustrated, I'll like find matted hairs in my beard and just start pulling them out, and then I'll go, oh, I've given myself a bald spot. Ew, <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> Remember to wash, well, brush, and repeat. That is correct. Wash, brush, and repeat. Wash your face and hands and all of your body parts because, you know, that's what you should be doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, look, um, thank you for joining us here on Check and Not Noob this week. We are in isolation. We have been playing lots of games, so there's still lots to talk about. Everything else is going to pop, but apparently the games industry is still going strong. So that's awesome. Uh, we're seeing early releases of games. We're seeing all sorts of stuff happening. And it's it's just exciting time to be stuck at home playing games. <laughs> all of the things that your parents told you not to do, remember, go outside, have fun, you know, socialize with people. That's all a lie. Stay at home, play video games. <laughs> that is the new normal. Um, speaking of staying at home, though, we do have a sponsor and that is Culture Shock Collectibles. Duty, tell us all about them. Our sponsor, our sponsor Culture Shock Collectibles. It's Michael. One, it's, it's a one-man operation, and that's the good thing about Culture Shock Collectibles because when something goes wrong, there's only one man to blame, and that's Michael from Culture Shock Collectibles. <laughs> ah, I mean, that's not the good thing about it. But <laughs> no, yeah, Ma- Michael, Michael is, uh, is, of course, the, the owner, the proprietor, the, the man of Culture Shock Collectibles, and, uh, of course, he runs, uh, runs the web store. He's so switched on. It was his birthday yesterday, so happy birthday, Aww. Michael. Um, and I was having a peruse looking at uh, looking at Culture Shock going, okay, I'm going to buy something and I'm going to put my shipping address 
to his house so then I can go, I got you something from your own fucking warehouse shipped to your fucking house. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I noticed that there were some issues like in regards to, to clicking on links on the website and, you know, 10 minutes later, Michael had it fixed. He's like, yep, cool. Uh, a friend that I work with was wanting a, a Michonne from The Walking Dead uh, Funko Pop. Went on to Culture Shock, bang, there it is, and then forwarded it on to her. Like, Michael's got everything covered. Um, yeah, what? Shit, he does Funko Pops, he does Hot Toys. The new Grand, not Grand Moff, uh, Director Krennic Hot Toy from, well, Ooh. Hot Toys has just been uh, not announced, but released in Hong Kong. So they normally announce a Hot Toy. It's available for pre-order generally for like fucking 12 months. And then it is yeah. released in Hong Kong, being like, here are the final product photos. Um, you can, you know, see all the poses and all that sort of stuff because, like, someone will get it in Hong Kong and they'll post the living shit out of it so you can see what it can do. Um, and it yeah. should hit Australian shores in about three months. Uh, and Michael, mm. of course, has got the director Krennic uh, hot toy. And myself and uh, Andy from Star Wars 101 podcast have pre-ordered that bad boy. And I think it's going to be my last Star Wars hot toy. Oh, exciting. Yeah, yeah exciting that- times in Tetrin's <laughs> shelf. Is that- now you've got the complete set, is that right? You've got all of the Star Wars? Um, I did contemplate getting a Count Dooku because he's pretty baller. Um, but yeah, I don't have a Darth Maul. I don't have a Count Dooku. I have no Stormtroopers or anything like that. But I've got like the characters that I love. So I've got, you know, the original, you know, rebel group and all that sort of stuff. And all of that has been supplied by Michael at Culture Shock. He, he, I was, I think the first pre-order I did with Michael was episode six, Luke. And it's, it's, it's a fantastic figure. Hmm. There we go. Yeah. Awesome. Well, check them out, cultureshockcollectibles.com. They're on Facebook. They've got all of the updates and all of the things that you'll need to supply your nerdy home with all of your nerdy needs. Um, you can get on there now. Uh, I believe it's uh, free shipping uh, over 50 bucks. Yeah, so. he's, he's got his... Uh, he, he posts on um, on Facebook a fair bit, but his Instagram game is is top-notch. So if you're on, if you're on Instagram and you're looking for someone else to follow, Godshot Collectibles, they'll post if, if you buy something from them and you know tag him. He'll share the living shit out of it. He'll, he'll post the uh, the video links to our uh, video reviews and to our episode reviews. Even for, for the Shaken on Nerd stuff, Michael posts it and shares it around. So Michael, you yeah. know, if, if, uh, if, if you do something creative as well, Michael most likely give it a share for you yeah nice well there we go um check them out they are our sponsor thank you very much michael from culture shock collectibles now duty we're going to get into uh to our stuff this week no news this week because pretty much the only news at the moment is the world of of video games is fine (laughs) it is continuing (laughs) as per normal so nothing to see here at this stage um i suppose one little bit of a tidbit of news is that um we did have an early release for the Final Fantasy VII video game, which is a shock. Yeah. It came out like 10 days before the rest of the world. Uh, yeah. it just They just had it in stock. They're like, just get it out there. And uh, so that came out, I think, yesterday. And I was a little bit, uh, I was a little bit gun shy on this one. I thought it might have been an April Fool's joke, but it is, in fact, the truth. Uh, so you can now pick that up uh, in store in Australia. So we will be getting that. We haven't really had a chance to review it that yet. But, we haven't uh, gone out we'll there. Yes, <laughs> we will be getting onto that as soon as possible. So uh, stay tuned. Yeah, even even one. websites like you know JB and EB Games and all that sort of stuff, they're actually saying like this game is released early compared to everyone else in the world. Like we're one of the first countries to get it so early. Please be careful not to spoil the game. They've got it like splattered all over their pages and shit as well. I'm I'm not sure exactly how you can spoil a game that was out like 20 years ago though. <laughs> You, you say that, but Resident Evil 2 was, was different from Resident Evil 2, you know, 20, 20 years ago or whatever. 
Fair. So, yeah, if you got it, don't spoil it. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so that's out at the moment. Um, Duty, you had some uh, some stuff, some new uh, new characters coming out for Dead by Daylight, I believe. Yeah, there's a there's a new killer who's out uh, for Dead by Daylight. And I've been playing a fair bit of this on the PC now because um, I actually we've, we've got a full crew on the PC, so it's it's this it's it's Dead by Daylight. It's Siege and a bit of Risk of Rain is on rotation, and uh, he's he's a new sort of cowboy killer, if you will. Um, he's Ooh. got a uh, long trench coat, big hat, sort of something you see off Westworld or, or Tombstone, and um, I can't recall his actual fucking name. But his uh, his main ability, so every killer's got some form of ability, like Freddy Krueger can go visible, uh, is sort of in a dream mode, and and uh, Leatherface has got his chainsaw. This uh, this new Western sort of killer, he's got essentially like a rolling block rifle, but in Instead of it being you know, a traditional gun that you shoot someone with from across the map, it actually fires a harpoon. Um, so if, you've, if you see a, a, a survivor running around and they're running straight, you can just go, cool, fire the harpoon into them and then reel them into you so you can actually mm. whack them. Um, so it's a, it's a, it's a really cool system. There's been a lot of, you know, fun and swearing and stuff like that going, oh, fuck that. I'm not rescuing that guy off the hook. You know, (laughs) someone's running for the, for the main exit gate and they're just running straight and the killer just fires at them with the harpoon and reels them in as they're trying to run out the open gates and then whacks them down. And they're saying, well, no, lesson learned. So he's, uh, he's not necessarily broken like Freddy Krueger. Freddy yep. Krueger, Freddy Krueger, and and, uh, and some of the other killers I find are really broken in regards to it's more lenient on them winning. Uh, where this killer is, you can see him coming. He doesn't hide. He's he's incredibly fucking tall. Um, but when you're running away from him, do not run in straight directions. Um, and you get that that more of a you, you get that vibe that when you like Fuzzy, you've played it when you're running away from someone playing the killer. You get that like that tense chase because someone's chasing mm-hmm. and they're trying to kill you, and you yep. still get that tense when. It's it's even more so when you're when you're running and you hear the of the gun and you see the chain go past your character and like it's just missed you and you just freak <laughs> the fuck out. It's it's really fun for that. I, I really like it. Um, I think this is a great new killer and it's a it's an original killer, not a movie killer. Um, yeah. And it's it's sort of it's again yeah like keeping the game alive a little bit. So I'm really enjoying it. It's, there's a new map as well that's like a it's sort of like armadillo from from red dead it's like a, a, a destroyed sort of western town um yeah, sure. it looks really really cool i'm really enjoying it it's a lot of fun um yeah so if you're a dead by daylight fan this new killer and these new maps are, they're awesome they're really cool yeah nice um i just did a little bit of uh, research there while you were talking about it it's he's called the death slinger because you know that's a cool name he's an undead bounty hunter um so that's uh that's a pretty cool backstory yeah it's uh it's uh, if if we did another five man crew of all of us playing uh, Dead by Daylight on consoles and stuff like that, you could you can immediately sort of you know see someone like you know Tom playing his oh Tom generally goes to chains or someone playing this killer and and just the the get fucked coming from it where like you're running at the gates and someone reels you <laughs> back in with a harpoon. It's that like cheap but fun sort of fear that you get from it. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, there we go. So check it out, uh, the Dead by Daylight game. Dead Duty is still playing every chance he gets. Like every two or three days, I think I'm online playing that on the <laughs> PC. Yeah. <laughs> he loves it. He's hooked. Um, yeah, there we go. Awesome. Thanks for that, man. No uh, Look, this week I have been playing something as well. I've um, just put up a little playthrough video of it. We got a, a sneak peek at a game uh, that's coming out soon. It's called Dreamscaper. Uh, it's available now on the PC as a prologue edition, so it gives you a little bit of a, a taste for what the actual game's going to be like. Um, man, this is 
I, I've had a lot of fun with this. I've been playing this for about two or three days now, and it's just it's addictive. So what they call it is a, a roguelite game, um, and it's it's sort of top-down action, um, this sort of third-person combat game that you're going through. You are you play this, there's this character called Cassidy, and basically what happens is every night she goes to sleep, she goes through and sort of battles her subconscious and all these different little enemies around it, and yeah, it's, it's a wild trip, man. It's... Uh, procedurally generated so every time you go into it it's um the environments are new the enemies are in different places um it's it's really fun i've enjoyed it they've um i i'd I'd highly recommend that if you're into these kinds of games like little indie games something a little bit different um heavily stylized games then yeah this is the kind of thing for you yeah i did say you did like a, a 12 minute sort of let's play uh yeah ongoing impressions as you played it as well and it looks uh, the, the control layout seems a little interesting. Is it a, a sort of a click, you know, move with the, you know, the standard, you know, WSAD on the mouse board, on the keyboard, uh, and then just using the mouse clicking? Because it looks like you have a cursor as well as you're playing. Yeah, you do. Now, they do recommend that you play this on uh, your gamepad. So um, get that all connected up and play through there. Mm-hmm. I had not when I was playing through. So I was just playing with the mouse and keyboard. Um, but yeah, they, they do recommend playing it on the controller. It is, I mean,. Uh, it's just as funny the way I did play it with the controller uh, at a later stage, and yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's look. There's a. It's very intuitive the the gameplay. Um, there's a bunch of like every time you go into it, right? So you dropped into this um, into your dreams, and they give you different types of weapons, and there's always different interactions. So there's ways of keeping the same thing fresh every time, and you're you know. Through your interactions with people in the the real world and the wake in, in the waking world, you bring back those experiences into your dreams, and they give you access to different weapons or abilities, and it, it keeps it uh, keeps that progression going on throughout. So, I think it's going to be one of those games. It's kind of like you know, that there's a lot of these games coming out now with these indie games that are roguelite. So it's very much a it's like a you get one chance to go through it. There's a not a perma death, but there's almost like a semi perma death at the end. So you gain experience, and you use that experience to get better at the uh, the next run through. Yeah. So yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed it. I think they um, the guys who developed this used to work um, for a couple of the big studios, and so they've come out with their own you know their own thing. They developed it, and it just it's really fun. Um, yeah, it, it looks a it's it, it looks a little bit like um, it looks a little like uh, graphically wise like cell shaded. It's not necessarily cell shaded, but it looks a little bit in that cell shaded esque style of, of graphics, which I think can work. You know, on, on like the risk of risk of rain is a, is is not uh, beautiful, but it is beautiful because it is ugly but cell shaded and and stylistic, and it looks like it's it's carrying that sort of style in that regard. It's not, you know, mm. realistic graphics that are going to age in three years. It's its own no. setting. Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting. Like, you go, you look really closely at some of the, um, like, the individual character designs, and they're all sort of almost like this sort of block wooden doll kind of look. Yeah. They're, like, they're, they're, so there's no actual facial features as such, but they, they've just got this sort of blank fla- uh, blank face to them. But they've got this wood grain through it, and it's it's really interesting. They've done, like you said, they've picked a style, they've gone with it, and that's why I think games like this work really, really well, because 
they don't age. They are, you know, they are a stylistic choice that either works or it doesn't. And I think in this particular case, it, it works really well. It's almost like um, it does feel like a dream, like very dreamlike. There's lots of watercolor. It's sort of colors me- uh, melding together. It's really interesting. Um, what they've chosen to do, and it, it will, you know, continue to be a good quality game the more they develop this. Yeah, and it, it's um, only like the first level or, or sort of yeah. prologue of the game at the moment. Yeah, that's right. So they're, what they're trying to do is obviously um, gain a little bit of interest so that um, that people can get used to these game, uh, used to what they're doing, um, and the more interest they, they gain at early stage. Uh, early stages the better that they can work towards the final product so i believe they're trying to get a little bit of um bit of a steamroll up at the moment so that they can get people on board um and purchasing the game when it's full and ready for release so look i think as a as a prologue as a taster it's really good you can um also buy um uh, access to the supporters edition which gives you some additional content um past that first level uh, so there's you know there's stuff to enjoy I, I like a lot of that early access stuff on steam as well you get a, an opportunity to experience something as they're developing it give them feedback let them know what the experience is like and you know, help them to really finalize the product and get it ready for the rest of the world so look, i think from what i've seen so far it's it's really fun i've got access now to a uh, the next level of the game as well which is yeah, again, a lot more fun. I, I just think people are really going to enjoy this if you like those styles of games. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're an indie guy, if you're a, if it, it could be hard in regards to if you're one of those sort of plebs that only plays you know AAA. If you only play Call of Duty and FIFA every year, it's going to be hard yeah. for you to go to something like this. But if you're looking for something different that isn't Call of Duty or FIFA or, or whatever you want, that sort of the game that isn't tampered by uh, publishers <laughs> or anything like that, then that that could be you know that that's where indie games shine. Oh, absolutely! Look, I'd probably liken this. Um, it, it's 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 a little bit of a dungeon crawler, kind of like yeah. I don't want to put it firmly in that box because it definitely isn't. But mm. um, if you if you play some of those like dungeon crawler type games, I think you'll you'll enjoy this. Like it has some of those elements without. I suppose without that label being on it, like yeah, it's yeah. yeah I, th- I think there's uh, there's a lot of fun with it. So definitely try uh, check it out. It's called Dreamscaper. It's the prologue edition. Um, it is going to be coming out very very soon as a full edition, um, and you can get on it now. Check it on your wish list on Steam, um, and yeah, you'll have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, Ian was saying he, he it's sort of a, a game as well that he thinks could port to the Switch, which if they're recommending using a gamepad rather than the mouse and keyboard, then that'd be fantastic if it can port to the Switch oh, as, a, yeah. as a perfect in, uh, mobile indie platform console because uh, for me, a lot of the Nintendo games that they release, I'm just not really interested in them. Well, that's right. And look, and this one, again, it's really small file size, so it's um, like the, it's not going to be, I suppose, system dependent. You don't need to put in a lot of effort for it. But yeah. you know, because of that procedural generation, because of the style that they've used, it could, I think it could really easily port across. So look, for now, just on PC, but I think, yeah, if they ever choose to go down that path, if it gets successful enough, I think this would be a really fun one to play. Yeah, right. Here we go. Now you've um, you've also been playing something else this week, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, the video review, of course, is on uh, on the Shaken Not Nerd YouTube page, but uh, it's not the one you're probably thinking of. It's Pirate Warriors Four One Piece or One Piece Pirate Warriors Four, which 
if you don't know what it is, uh, similar to me when when we sort of first got uh, first got advised of it, I was like, okay, cool, I'll I'll take a look at it. It's Dynasty Warriors meets Pirate uh, One Piece. Um, mm-hmm. So it is actually the fourth version or iteration of of the series. Um, and I Dynasty Warriors is one of the first games I ever played. I think it was the first, well, one of, but it was the first game I ever played on PlayStation Two was Dynasty Warriors Two. Um, mm-hmm. And then when I got my Xbox Three Sixty, you know, in two thousand six, the first game I got was Di- one of the Dynasty Warrior games because I enjoy that style of game and um they've decided to put the world together with you know the dynasty warriors game world with one piece the uh, the anime manga series which is all about pirating which i thought was a little weird to have a game that's all about generally about you know conquering kingdoms and capturing land and managing resources and stuff to a game that's based about you know a manga or and a show that's you know about being the pirate king and all that sort of stuff. So I found it a little weird at first. Um, but it's exactly the same as a Dynasty Warriors game. It's, it's you know, you choose your character. Each character has an ability or a play style. Clear out the area, you know, take out bosses and lieutenants, and that calls out sort of the commander of the, the battlefield. Take them mm. out, and it's game over. So it's 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 exactly the same as a Dynasty Warriors game, um, mm. uh, but it's got the One Piece spin on it. So if you play as, uh, as Zoro, who's, you know, if you look at the video review, I play... Most of, mostly my entire gameplay has been with Zoro. Um, yeah. He's a dude that's got three samurai swords. He holds one in each hand and he holds one in his mouth. Um, <laughs> and I mean, what a character. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he he's uh, more of a sort of a close range powerhouse of a character because he's got samurai swords. Uh, but then you can play as the, the character who's essentially the chef called Sanji who has no weapons or anything on him. He is he's sort of like Hwarang from Tekken. He's, he does a lot of kicking. Uh, and because of that, he's sort of a really fast character. So he'll run around the map really fast. Or you've got characters like you know Luffy, who's the main sort of character of the show, who, you know, he's in Jump Force. He's got like this red vest and, you know, short oh, he's shorts. He's the guy with the, the, the red hat. hat, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like Mr. Fantastic. He can stretch his anatomy, but he uses it to sort of make himself really fat and roll around on the field. Or, you know, he can sort of have this ultimate ability where he turns into this like sort of big buffed version of himself and stuff. So all depending mm. on what character you play as depends on what your game style is. Um, and I... I wasn't a fan of Luffy. I wasn't a fan of Sanji. So anytime I was playing the game, it's like, who do you want to play as? I'm like, I'm playing as Zoro. He's got samurai swords. It's the closest thing to Dynasty Warriors I can find out of these characters. It's <laughs> you didn't s- want to go as one of the characters in uh, in a bikini? Uh, sorry, tactical uh, swimwear <laughs> with the bobs? No. Um, <laughs> I uh, I I was trying to. Uh, it's got the same issue that I had with Jump Force, where it is the Japanese dub only because I did watch. I think maybe the first season of One Piece, you know, way back when, when it was on, like, before I went to school. Um, and I'm like, cool, I remember these characters. I remember what they do. I remember the dude with the big nose and he had a fucking uh, slingshot as his weapon and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. And they it boots up the game and it's all Japanese. And at, at least compared to My Hero One's Justice that I did a couple of weeks ago, all the cutscenes for that game are just still images with text where this is actually in-game... Uh, graphics and characters are, are moving and talking and stuff like that rather than it just being a you know, blank screen reading text. Um, so it's got that sort of more about it, but it's still... I don't find necessarily that One Piece and Dynasty Warriors work well as a... Look, some people who love One Piece and, and love Dynasty Warriors, this game's perfect for them, but I, I found the the IP of One Piece for a Dynasty Warriors game doesn't really fix... For me, I, I would think Transformers works because you've got two factions trying to save or destroy a planet. Terminator works. 
shit, Power Rangers work. Like, there are certain properties, I think, that will work with that sort of capture and hold and manage resources and save or, or conquer regions. And One Piece doesn't really seem like it, for me yeah. at least. Okay. The game, the gameplay is great. Like the gameplay is exactly what you know Dynasty Warriors is, but you can destroy environments now. So if there's, you know, okay. if, if someone's backing you up against a wall or uh, you know they're, they're hiding behind a gate into a castle, um, you can actually destroy the gate and then breach. You know, breach into the city rather than going around and finding the door. You can just break through the door and then have your forces sort of f- flow through there or have it as an easy access. Um, See that's that I like that idea because there there is a something about Dynasty Warrior games in the past they've, they've been very I mean they give you this huge open map but it feels very funneled you're you're funneled yeah. through certain spaces so if you want to like go that. here you have to go up the stairs and around now, this yeah. time you can just break through the wall and like yeah you have to spend maybe ten to fifteen seconds smashing a wall but you'll be able to break through it and it will stay broken for the entire game yeah absolutely. It is. It is fun. It's. It's not bad. The, they've got the the sort of like dinosaur wars. Every character had that like super attack where they can like slash around a thousand times. And there's all the, the you know, the enemy fodder that just stand there and do nothing. <laughs> they look sort of menacing, and they're like, "We might hit you if you stand there for thirty seconds and don't move." Mm. And yeah, it's a, it's exactly like Dynasty Warriors. It's a, it's a warrior style game with with one piece over it. Uh, Score wise, I give it a three out of five. As a warriors game, it's not bad. As mm. a, if you're a One Piece and a Warriors fan, it's going to be perfect for you. But if you're just a, if you just like Dynasty Warriors, I found it just it didn't really work with the pirates theme of it. Yeah, um, I feel like, and and you, and that's the thing. Like it, it's really hard to do a a, a, a warrior style game with with I think with some anime properties, especially like you cannot do a, a Warriors game with Dragon Ball. Hell no, that will not work. <laughs> they they tried doing it on Nintendo with uh, with the Legend of Zelda. I didn't really think it worked because I don't recall there being armies in Zelda. It's generally just Link against sort of everyone. Um, mm. Where I think it will a Warriors game will work with Transformers. I think it'd be great for Transformers. Or <laughs> I think you've been pushing that for a while. I, I yeah, mean, I, yeah. Look, it does seem. I- <sighs> I like the Dynasty Warriors model. I think some of the stuff they do is, is really fun. I think, you know, it's really, it can be really hit or miss though. And yeah. sometimes they just miss the mark completely. I know that they've really, they've really tried with one piece cause it's a huge property, right? Um, they've really tried to play, put it into the video game market. They did that. What was it? World seeker last year. Yeah. That uh, was like an open world, like proper one piece game. Yeah. So they, they keep trying to do it and they keep, kind of missing the mark on it so maybe it's not so much dynasty worries maybe it is like you say it is this particular property that's just not working for it so yeah they're, they're yet to find something that suits the format yeah and uh, that i think the world seeker one like a lot of one piece fans loved it because it was it was like what we got this year with you know dragon ball z kakarot for dragon ball fans it was that open world one piece fun sort of game where you know repeating the same maps over and over again and that's the problem with every dynasty or warriors game once you've played it for a couple of hours you've played the entire thing because it's just rinse and repeat um and there are Mm. boss levels where it is you one boss and a sort of sub open arena there's no enemy armies to manage there's no walls in the way it's literally just a little arena with you and the other boss and when you're just wailing in on the boss you realize that the combat is flat without having to manage your allies or manage what enemies are on the field where it's mm. just you and one other it's it's quite 
boring. It's it's sort of be like if if you're doing one v one in a Lego game against Little Fuzz. Like it's 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 not fun because there's no challenge, there's no brain teasers, there's no puzzles to do to figure out where to go next or how to defeat the boss. You're just whacking on each other until one of you die. Mm, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a little interesting. Okay. All right, well, there we go. So, um, yeah, you're saying definitely, maybe, <laughs> get this one? If you're a One Piece fan, get it. Um, mm. Because if you're a One Piece fan and you're a Dynasty Warriors fan, then this thing's a perfect thing for you. If you're a One Piece fan, and like me, when it comes to Dragon Ball games, majority of Dragon Ball games come out, I go grab it because I love the property of Dragon Ball. Yeah. Same thing probably is going to be the, the case for One Piece fans. If you're a Dynasty Warriors fan... I think this can work for you and it might even introduce you to the property of One Piece if you're not familiar with it. But if you're a, a person who loves like The Witcher or you love, uh, you know, like the, the latest Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order or even something like, say, The Devil May Cry or the recent Resident Evil games, this might not really be for you. You either know with Warrior Games whether you like it or not because Warrior Games, they'll either keep you addicted and you'll keep playing or yeah. you'll play it for a couple of, you know, hours or days and you go, okay, cool, I've, it's, it's not for me. <laughs> I, look, some of those, the, the latest ones, I, I will say that I'll play about two hours, three hours. I'm like, yeah, I understand it now. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> yeah, they did a Dynasty Warriors game that was like open world. And I'm like, no, I don't think that's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, look, hey, I've played them in the past and I've, I've been hooked on those things. You're playing for a couple of weeks on it and you're like, that's that's really fun. Yeah. But sometimes like, yeah, if they're not, if you're not buying into it, you just got to walk away. So... Sounds like, like a, this may be one of those cases. Do like a Game of Thrones Warriors game. That would be fantastic because there's so many different factions. Ooh. ooh there are talking. so many different factions and you can have a proper <laughs> ending. Yeah, oh, I like it. I like it. Excellent. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. Um, I appreciate you uh, taking one for the team this week <laughs> <laughs> playing that game. Um, that's all for us this week. We're going to be back next week. Uh, with something awesome. It's something a little bit special. It's something that's been out for a while, but... Uh, well, actually, oh, no, it comes, comes, out, it comes this out today. Yeah. You've had it for a while, though. You've yes. uh, you've been able to play through it very slowly, I might add. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a little bit of a taste for what we're going to be talking about? Well, next week, uh, I think we did the same thing last year when it came to uh, the first game that I did a video review on was Resident Evil 2. And of course, one year later, they've, they've remastered Resident Evil 3. And, uh, and what better way to talk Resident Evil 3 uh, is with our mate Michael from Culture Truck Collectibles because he is a massive Resident Evil fan. Uh, and uh, he, of course, loved Resident Evil, the OG Resident Evil 3 that came out in 1999. And I saw it as a kid and shat myself. So uh, he, he will be able to provide more in-depth sort of uh, comparisons to it where I'll be able to provide more of a... I've, I've never played Resident Evil 3 OG. What's the what's it like as a newcomer? How does it compare to last year? Um, yeah, and uh, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting episode. Yeah, awesome. I like it. I like it. We'll have special guests and it's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. Well, there we go. Um, that's it from us this week. Make sure you stay home, stay safe, wash your hands. Uh, you know, talk to your mum on the phone um, because she's probably going crazy at home on her own. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we're, we're going to be playing lots of games. I'm going to be coming back and talking about uh, another indie game that I'm playing next week as well, a game called Nova Drift. Um, there's new updates coming for that, so I'll be chatting about that as well. Have fun, guys. Stay safe. Um, if you're struggling, if you're not doing so well with life, as with video games, you got to get good. 
And this is Judy reminding you to play with each other and play with yourself. But play with each other online, not face-to-face. It's, it's, <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to. You can get fined for playing face-to-face now. That is correct. So everything's online. <laughs> Date online. 